One. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to Four Checking TV. I'm TK. We got Johnny, Doug, and Scotty joining us today. Uh, big topic, like we're all like we've all been talking about for the past two days. We're excited for tonight too. But uh, the man, the myth, the guy who just keeps making mistakes in the NHL, as most of us consider, Mr. Tom Wilson. Um, when he literally annihilated Artemi Panarin and Buchnevich in not last night's game, but the night before versus the Rangers. So uh, that's the big topic. Let's get into it. Throw it up for discussion. Uh, I'm sure we got some stuff to show the viewers about it too. So let's get started. All right. I'm just going to start off by saying I have no idea how they can continue to fuck this up every single time. You know, it's almost like they want this type of thing to happen. Yeah. You know, they want people to end up like Steve Moore did when he got st- high sticked in the head by Todd Bertuzzi. They want, mm-hmm. you know, people's careers to end. They want these guys to have concussion issues so bad that they can't be with their families or they end up passing away. You know, they want all of this. It's the good old hockey game. It's old time hockey. It's Gordy Howe garbage the fact that people think that Gordy Howe is one of the top three greatest players of all time just proves to me where we're at as a sport and where the sport is going you know Tom Wilson really isn't even a great player I mean yeah he can score a little bit but like I mean when I think of it, like, I think that he's really no different than what Matt Cook was on the Penguins. You know, like, he probably should be a third liner. Um, but they play with Ovi and whoever Ovi center is at, at a given time, whether it's Backstrom or Kuznetsov, because they're big. And they're, I mean, obviously people say tough to play against, but like, yeah, I mean, they're big guys, you know, why not? But I mean, guys, I just don't understand how we're still talking about this. I feel like we, we've we been talking about this for the better part of five years. And, I mean, the last time we had a big discussion on this was probably three years ago whenever he uh, took out Zach Aston Reese. You know, and again, it was the same bullshit. It was the same thing of people saying, oh, he led with the shoulder. He did this. He did that. No, like, call it what it is. He hit him in the fucking head and he broke his jaw. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about before with, um, <clears throat> when we took out Carlo, you could clearly see when he came towards him at the boards. He literally he jumped up. Mm-hmm. He le- left his feet, yes. raised towards the air directly to go for his head. And you could clearly see if you're going towards towards the boards to check someone into them, you go right at him. You don't li- leave your feet, get some air under you the way you can plunge up into his head, leading with your shoulder. It's clearly obvious. It really is, honestly. I mean, let's just – to recap this whole thing, for those of you who've been living under a rock for the last two days, uh, if you haven't seen the play with Bushnevich and Panarin, Bushnevich is basically lying on the ice, and I guess he may have taken a little poke at the Capitals' netminder, Vanacek. Wilson punches him. You know, it looks like he was in the shoulder, or some people said it was the head. I, to me, on the replay, it looks like it was in the shoulder. Regardless, Bushnevich is lying face down on the ice. He's a defensive, defenseless player, so he can't defend himself for that. Then Artemi Panarin tries to jump in and pull him off his teammate, being a good guy. They end up getting into a scrum, Panarin and Wilson. Panarin ends up getting his helmet knocked off. And then 
Wilson flat out choke slams Panarin onto the ice head first. And now he's going to miss the rest of the year. So, I mean, first off, talk about Panarin. You know, I talked about it earlier. Guys had a terrible year, had a bunch of issues over in Russia that he had to go settle, you know, just with his own life. And now he has his, his season gets ended like that. It's just terrible. From what I just and now, and then you have to, last night, you know, the whole Crosby connect me thing where people are trying to say, oh, what's why doesn't why does Crosby not get uh, any type of uh, punishment for what he did? You know, that's star treatment. No, it's not. He pushed the guy's head into the ice. There's a huge difference pushing someone's head into the ice and choke slamming someone from the top rope. Like that's a huge difference compared to what those they're two are two completely separate incidents. And the question I want to ask you guys is. Why does Tom Wilson continue to get a pass? Why does he get that pass? Well, let's, let's, I mean, think about it. The only player that, Dougie, you made the comparison to, Matt Cook, when Matt Cook had his hit in 2011 against Ryan McDonough, the NHL stepped up huge. And they said, hey, this has got to stop. You're suspended X amount of games, and you're going to miss the first round of the playoffs. And, you know, from then, I mean, Cook was clean for a couple of years then after that. Why is Tom Wilson, who has, who let me look here, has been suspended four times and been fined many more? Why does he continue to get the pass that other players haven't? Because Tom Wilson and the NHL have a marriage. <laughs> no, but honestly, though, it's um, it's different player safety regimes. You know, um, Matt Cook ran around in the era of player safety when it was ran by Brendan Shanahan. And I'm not saying He's Brendan Shanahan was a, one of the better um, player safety advisors because he took uh, no bullshit. Yeah. Literally anybody that came in, it was remotely close. He was having a talk with you next morning. Whether you wanted to or not, it happened. George mm-hmm. Peros. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He's from that goon era. He's from that uh, yeah. rough. Neck, like, we're going to play uh, that old time hockey there, bud. Uh, like Gordy and all them um, did when the league started. I'm sorry, but that, that league no longer exists. It hasn't since 2010. And don't get me wrong. I love watching a little bit of rough hockey. What I watched last night with the Penguins and the Flyers is the kind of hockey I like seeing. You had scoring. You had a lot of physicality. A couple fights here and there, Eric. Because I am not. I will say this: I am not a fan of Mark Friedman dropping the gloves, but I respect the hell out of him for doing so. What Tom Wilson's doing, he should have been done years ago. But and I'm going to use a word, and I know something. Um, people's gonna get mad at me. I quite frankly don't care. Or you can fuck off. It's favoritism. Yes, that is okay, what John. it is. There's no other way around it. All righty, we were. I I feel like we were running around there for two minutes, but uh, shit, we we hit the point. We got it. So what I was gonna say was, um, you know, I'm not saying Brendan Shanahan was the cleanest player in the world because he did do some. Off the wall stuff, but like he was at least a skill player. He at least knew how to score a goal. He at least, you know, knew what he was doing in it, the aspect of playing an actual hockey game. George Paros doesn't. I can't even tell you how many points George Paros has in the NHL. It's probably under 100, you know, 
And no, he he broke a hundred. Still, he played for like fifteen years. And spent you more know? time in the volley box than they did on the ice. Yeah, and you know, I mean, having a guy like that who's like one of the main enforcers in the league's history be your head of player safety, that just seems very corrupt to me. And it gives people like Tom Wilson and Milan Lucic and others a platform to run around and do what they do. If we have, uh, I don't know if we have it. Uh, is there any chance we can pull up the Rangers statement on here? Have it right here. I will yeah. pull it up for you right now. Pull it up for us, Johnny, because this is huge for the national hockey league. So, I mean, this is something that I think if any other team has any issue with what happened on uh, Monday night, they should do something like this, honestly. If you have a problem with what went down, step up and say something. Don't leave the Rangers hanging like this. You know, I feel like there are other teams that would have a dispute with what's going on here. I mean, this is just a huge thing by the Rangers. I've never seen a team straight up say, hey, we think you guys dropped the ball. And I don't think you should be able to have your job. You don't deserve to have you. You shouldn't be in the position that you're in right now. I think that's huge. That is absolutely huge by the New York Rangers and kudos to them for stepping up and saying, and being bold enough to say, we're not cool with this. You guys need to be better. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that was one of the biggest statements that we've seen in the history of the league, at least in the past like 15 or so years. I mean, the last, the last thing that was comparable to it was um, Mario releasing a statement after the brawl on Long Island whenever Trevor Gillies essentially ended Eric Tangrady's NHL career. Um, it's just it – it hit differently because Mario released the statement himself. It didn't come from the team, you know. And unfortunately, I, I got to say it, I mean – as a Penguins fan, I'm a kind of breaks my heart knowing that the team would not release a statement like this because their president of hockey operations condones this type of garbage. I mean, up until like literally the trade deadline, we were in the team was deadlocked in intense trade discussions trying to acquire Nick fucking Delorier to come in and be the big strong man that the Penguins need to protect their stars. Right. You know, so like, why not? Why not take a roster spot away from Evan Rodriguez or Zach Aston Reese? Just have big, strong man on the ice to still get his shit kicked in by Tom Wilson in the second round. Why not? 100%. And that's also leading into what's going to happen tonight. Rangers and uh, Capitals are going to face off again tonight at seven at seven o'clock on uh, NBCSN. For those of you who want to tune in, or however you guys watch your hockey, so what what do, what do you think is going to happen tonight? What should happen tonight? Because I mean, I Doug, we talked about this before the uh, before the show started. Um, Sean Avery at least did a cameo for some guy, and he basically said, "If I'm on the Rangers tonight, I'm stepping in and I'm taking care of this myself." You know, I'm t- I'm dumping the puck and I'm dumping the puck around the net, and I'm taking a run in either v- e- Vitek Vancheck or Ilya Samsonov. One of those guys is going to get dealt with accordingly, and I think that's what it comes to, and that's the re- that's another reason why, you know, player safety needs to step up and be better. Yeah, but you look at you look at that, and what you're saying is one of them 
we, we all talked about it. They're going to go after one of, one of the goaltenders, just take them, take them out against the boards or whatever, going back in for the puck. But you're just going to have something happen again where Wilson's going to come after you. So why not take care of Wilson yourself? Just the, just the thought, the thought in my mind. Because you're not going to take It's literally impossible. The guy's a metric unit. You're not taking yeah. out Tom Wilson. It's not. Say, you're not getting under his skin that easily. You're there needs there something. needs to be someone in the in the league that can fucking knock out Tom Wilson. You're not that, taking out Tom Wilson. The only guy that can knock out Tom Wilson is currently playing on his own team. It's Danilo Chara. Yeah, that's the only guy who has a. But didn't didn't we have Wayne, Wayne Simmons? Wayne Simmons and Ryan Reeves, right? They Wayne could. Simmons and Ryan Reeves can take it. Right, Ryan Reeves and, and Wayne Simmons aren't going to face him. At the earliest until right. May or June, and that's even yeah. if they get to face them. So, I mean, that would be cool, but I guess you have to focus on the here and now. And you know, if they're going to run at your at, at your guys, hey, we're out of a playoff spot now. What do we care? Let's hit them where it hurts. Because I mean, look, you can't really hurt Ovi. Ovi's kind of a tank. Let's just be real. Yeah. Really hurt. Yeah, always that all-around player that's you can try to do whatever you want to him, but he's still gonna put a, a twenty goals up, up at least, and just so, bite you up. So you gotta hit the eyes where it hurts. What is the weakest part of Washington's team right now? Their goaltending. They have two very young goalies, and they're heading into the playoffs right now with that inexperience. So hey, do you you know? Peter Lavia like is basically just to roll the dice tonight and say, hey, you know, which one of my guys am I willing to risk injuring? You know, which one am I am I comfortable with losing the most? Or, or do you want to, you know, call Craig Anderson up from the taxi squad and have him start tonight? You know, what, what's what's the plan of action going to be? Because, I mean, that's really something that they need to think about if you're Peter Lavia like Because, I mean, like I said, if the Department of Player Safety does not want to step up and do something here, then the players will do it themselves. And that's one of the things that you will always have to compliment the NHL on is no matter, you know, at least the players in that sense, the players have no problem policing the game themselves. And if, you know, proper action is not handled by the front offices in the league, the players will take it in their own hands and then it gets way worse. And then we will have incidents that we will most likely have tonight. It's part of the reason why it's flawed. And it's part of the reason why the department of player safety just flat out needs to be better. You saw what happened whenever Matt Cook took his run at Mark Savard. The next time the Penguins were playing Boston in TD Garden, Matt Cook had to drop the gloves. I, don't, I remember who he, he fought Sean Thornton maybe or somebody like that. But they were saying, hey, the Rats got to answer the bell. Unfortunately, you know, there's a difference between Tom Wilson and Matt Cook. And no one's going to be – like I said, no one's beating up Tom Wilson. So, okay, we're not going to take – we're not going to go at you. That doesn't make any sense. We're going to go with one of your teammates, one of those guys that won't defend himself. That's how it's, I, I am almost positive that's how something like that's going to go down tonight. The only ones I know that, that you're not going to go after are on that roster, aside from Tom Wilson, Ovi, Chara, and Backstrom. And Brendan Dillon. Yeah. Dillon Anthony Mitha. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Five like, players. Yeah. Of the entire roster. So you can literally pick – Pick your poison. If I'm if I'm the Rangers, I'm going after that fourth line. That fourth line's fantastic. Um, you know, the only issue is is like when the fourth line's on the ice, so is Garnett Hathaway, and that's another person you have to worry about. But like, you know, if you're able to take out a Nick Dowd or a Carl Hagelin and put them behind the eight ball a little bit, 
do it because that's that's what Tom Wilson's game is, guys. I mean, he's not going to take out your star player, but outside of your main core, he's taking out the most important guy. You know, like for instance, you know, I I I said this to you guys the other day. I'm not worried about the Penguins' ability to beat the the Capitals in a playoff series whenever they play them. I'm worried about the price they're going to have to pay for it to happen. You know, like it's going to come at the expense of, you know, Brandon Tanev, Teddy Bluger, Brian Dumoulin, someone of that nature that, you know, a casual NHL fan will see it and be like, oh, that's nothing. He just hit like some random guy. But like, really, we all know that the Penguins aren't the same if one of those guys goes down. Right. You know, if you like I if they lose somebody from that fourth line, that might be what puts them in the, in the coffin. That might be what puts them in the grave. You know, just because that's where they're at. And I mean, you know, like I always like I explained it to you guys, he's not going after Crosby, he's not going after Malkin, he's not going after Latang or Gensel or Rust. It's gonna be one of those other important role players that the Penguins need to succeed, you know, like, I mean, Jared McCann, it's not off the table in this scenario either, you know, to be gotten by Tom Wilson. But I mean, it's just, it's concerning, you know, and it's not even just Wilson on the Capitals. I mean, during the last Capitals game, there were a lot of dangerous hits that Brendan Dillon was laying on Jake Gensel, where he was like, 15 feet away from the puck at least and he was still ramming them into the boards making it like look like a hit that would require a five minute major in a game misconduct yeah Doug and I met no we've talked about um with, with the Brandon Carlo issue and everything too we have that we have that statement you sent me um about that too if you wanted to take a look at that too all right I'm going to read this. This is where it's going to get fun because this is going to make me nuts. Um, So this is from The Athletic. This was uh, just released the other day. It's from uh, Rick Carpinello of The Athletic. And this is just a small snippet of his article. We've heard George Peros didn't want to suspend Wilson for the brain-damaging assault on Boston's Brandon Carlo, who suffered mood changes and blurry vision from his concussion after being hospitalized by Wilson in early March. I would also like to add that Brandon Carlo had to be taken off the ice on a stretcher and was admitted into the hospital. Um, Commissioner Bettman didn't like the optics and ordered a suspension, so Wilson got seven games. Before that, he wasn't even considered a repeat offender because the CBA erases priors after a certain period of time transpires. And Rick Carpinello is right. That is absurd. The fact that the CBA runs the way that it does, like where you get granted immunity after a certain amount of time is crazy. You know, because what's going to happen if you're in this situation like we are with Wilson right now, where it's like, he claims to have changed his ways. He scored 25 goals one year. whoop de fucking do But he's still doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, he's still attacking defenseless players. He's still attacking guys who won't even fight him. You know? And I just I just don't understand it. Take it all the way back to Oscar Sunquist when he basically killed him, too. I mean, this, this, yeah, is, this isn't... 
you, you well, I don't know how you can just decide. Okay, you can you can let all that that past stuff doesn't doesn't count as a repeat offender after so many years. That's bullshit. Yeah. He done yeah. it once. It should all be on your track record, just like just like a criminal record or as a as a person as one of us for. If you do something criminally, you get charged for it. It's on your record permanently for for, for your life. Yeah. That should be the same way for every player. Yeah, you don't get yeah. absurd. Exactly. You just don't you just don't get it erased. It's like okay, it's been enough time. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, bullshit. I mean, here's the thing. Evidently, Wilson must have known that because the, the stuff with Brandon Carlo is the first thing that's happened. And since 2018, suspension-wise, before that, I, obviously you guys brought up Oscar Sunquist, which was a 14-game suspension, reduced down from 20, which I still think it should have been the full 20. Uh, before that, Dougie, you brought it up, three-game suspension for the hit to the head and on Zach Aston Reese. Uh, then we got to go back to 2017, where he bo- in a four-game suspension for a boarding call against Sam Blyas. And then, and during that same year in the preseason, an interference call all on Robert Thomas that got him two game suspension. And that's not even before. It's kind of bizarre that you like keep going. I was gonna say, it, it, and that's not even counting what happened before that at with twenty sixteen and further back. Like these are just mm-hmm. some more of the recent stuff. And like you said, Ed, after a certain period of time, it doesn't seem to exist. And but, and evidently Wilson must have known that, Ed, because from tw- there was nothing that is shown on this list right now, at least suspension-wise, since October 3rd of 2018 to March 6th of this of this year. And now we have of this incident with the Rangers. So that Brandon Carlo thing was literally just a month ago. Mm-hmm. He hospitalized a player a month ago. And here we are. That's nuts. That's well, just insane. I mean, at least we know that Carlos was still on his record then. It yeah, change. but it's still like the only thing on that's on the record. Yeah, which is bullshit. And it didn't even seem that it mattered because he was. Yeah. I mean, here's the quote that he said because, I mean, he said he was having a justice game. He said, I can't be missing seven games. I can't be missing one game. I got to be in the lineup. I mean, if he really, he says he was going to make some adjustments and he hasn't. The guy has not changed the way he's played. And the worst part about it is just, like we touched on earlier, is just the number of people. <clears throat> excuse me, in hockey media and just in just fans alone that are completely okay with what went down on, uh, on Monday night. They, they see nothing wrong with what happened and they think that, Oh, okay. You know, a, a fines should, the fines all he should have gotten for that. No. At the least he should have been suspended for the last four games of the regular season. They, they should just, at the least he should have been suspended for the rest for the rest of the regular season. Scotty, I respect that, that idea, yeah, but I feel like it should have been longer than that. I feel like he should have been suspended for the rest of this season and probably at least the first two games of, of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with that too, Johnny. I'm saying like if if there was if you were saying just at, I was just saying at the least he should have been suspended that much. He definitely, should, in my opinion, he should have gotten more. I feel like they should have took the Matt Cook approach to to Tom Wilson here, and they chose not to. But at the what least, was it? or what was it? It was it not. It the one from um, the Oscar Sunquist one. Or no, oh. Twenty games. 
no, who what, what player was it got suspended for the rest of the season that he even had to miss the playoffs? And Rafi Torres. Thank you. Who Rafi Torres got suspended? It missed the last five games of the season. Missed the entire playoffs and the first three games of the season in the following year. I honestly think at this point, that's what they need to do with Tom Wilson. If he doesn't get it blackballed from the league. At this point, it doesn't look like he's going to. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean yeah. as long as George Peros is the uh, director of player safety. I think there should be some stuff filed against that and be like, okay, well, you know how people riot against that, riot against, you know, pretty much everything in the world. Let's let's have the NHL riot against that. Get rid of George Paris. Let's get rid of let's let's put something against Tom Wilson. That's I'm and, surprised we've not heard something from um, the players' union at this point. Yeah, you're not going to hear anything from the players' union because Tom Wilson is the Capitals' player rep. Okay, of course he is. Literally, he ha- he has everything in his pocket, dude. Everything, you know, and. The big thing that I want to talk about with the media is, you know, we, last show we were just talking about the CSPN license and how excited we are. And literally within the past 48 hours, some of the people that are employed by ESPN have shown their entire ass on Twitter defending this bullshit. You know, like, I don't know who Randy Scott is. Looks like he should be fucking Benedict Cumberbatch's stunt double. But keep your goddamn opinions to yourself. You don't know shit about hockey. You're too busy anchoring Sports Center, talking about Bronny James TikTok every fucking morning. You know, and then we have Greg Wyshynski talking about how, you know, oh, it wasn't that bad. Was it really not that bad? I mean, Artemi Panarin is out for the season. Pavel Buchnevich is banged up, and Brandon Carlo still hasn't played. The Boston Bruins have to run Jared Tenorti out on the ice every single night because of Tom Wilson. That's not okay. Oh, shit. Good <laughs> down there, that was, there Dougie. That's the way we need it, man. <laughs> you feel better. That was so but yeah, I mean that just... wasn't even like guys, that wasn't even like uh hockey rage. That was like actual like life stuff coming up. <laughs> well, I mean I, you're not wrong. Ooh. You're not wrong. Because some of those guys don't know hockey. They need to stick to the NBA and, and the NFL. Oh, from ESPN. One reason why that contract was a bad idea. ESPN. I mean ESPN does not know hockey, and that's also an issue. There's only two people we, on that, that staff that know hockey. And I would love to hear Barry Melrose's take on this. Well, I mean, you look you look at the fact that – I don't even think Barry Melrose knows hockey, guys. I mean, no. the guy fucking healthy scratched Steven Stamkos his entire rookie year. Fair point. I mean, I don't think he, Barry Melrose he, knows no. hockey. I mean, we got to look at the fact, too, that because – all these years and everything, ESPN is supposed to be, you know, your headquarters for all sports. And to be honest, you, know you, go, you go look at ESPN. If you're a true no. fan of sports and you watch ESPN, what ESPN Sports Center, you watch First Take. If you're not a fan of the fucking NFL, 
NBA. Major League Baseball. Tiny, tiny bit of uh, well, college basketball when it's March Madness only. College yeah. football a tiny bit when it's in season. A little bit of MLB and even a tiny bit of WWE. No one gives a shit. If you're a fan of hockey, don't fucking watch ESPN. You have, you have. There's no way you're, you you could fucking win a million dollars on a scratch off ticket before you'd see them put ESPN on fucking Sports Center or not hockey on fucking Sports Center. Rather, you know what I mean. You get the point. That's like the last segment they post. They won't even post it's it. The hockey one. Yeah. Before this freaking contract, they don't post anything about hockey. Yeah. Who gives a, Who gives a shit if Connor McDavid has almost hundred game, hundred points in fifty six games? Like they don't fucking care. They're just worried about if Bronny James uh, got a new follower on TikTok, as Doug said. Like they don't fucking care. Bronny James isn't even a pro yet. You know. No. I mean, they were doing the same thing with Lamelo. Exactly. Well, here's the thing, everyone's but, um, about oh, oh, James, James. When I if I want to go watch him play, I'll just go over to Grant Street Park when they have the summer tournament when he comes down here. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. So plays in the street league tournament. The other thing that we need to talk here. about, we need to talk about the media coverage. You ever notice that like most of the people they're like so-called analysts. Are like the people who were like some of the most violent players to ever play the game. Like, why should I have to give a shit what Scott Stevens thinks? He knocked the best player in the world in the at the time in Paul Korea out cold in the middle of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yep. I mean, people thought Paul Korea was dead until that little burst of air came up and got him in the visor. And we can tell he was breathing, you know. Why should I care what Scott Stevens says? The other one that's pretty bad, you know? O'Neill for TS. Why? Yeah. Why should I care what Jeff O'Neill thinks? And all I'm going to see from Jeff O'Neill every day is like how Blander is maple. And belief is because he doesn't fuck a bunch of people in the face. You know, and like, I'll be honest with you guys. I haven't listened to Spit and Chicklets in like six months. I haven't done it because, you know, why should I do that whenever all they're going to do is condone violence and condone? They were going at Whitney last night. They were going at Whitney hard last night because I guess he was, he was pretty much cool with, uh, with, with Wilson and everything like that. Yeah. You know, God, God forbid he runs your, runs your boy Sid. God forbid. Then, then the narrative will flip. You know, then the narrative will flip. I can't believe I even said that. I'm, I'm afraid that I just put that out there and it's gonna fucking happen in like a month. Shit. But um, yeah, I just there. don't get it. Yeah, I'm afraid I just jinxed it. Shit. But uh, I just don't understand how, like, we're at this point. You know, and I mean. Even before, I mean, sports like a Brian Burke platform. Yeah, I mean, I get he's one of the better minds in the league, but like, shit. I mean, he won a Stanley Cup in 2007 just by like killing people. Who was one of those? You know? And George Peros. What? I said, who was one of those? Yeah, George Peros. Seven Ducks, George Peros. George Peros, Rob Niedermeyer, and Travis Mellon, baby. 
No, you're forgetting just random useless people that. you don't even need on a roster. By the way, you're forgetting it was it was both Niedermeyer brother. There's a George Perry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I did check but the, the other uh, Niedermeyer brother was actually good. I did check the uh, numbers on on uh, George Peros's career. He actually had 36 career points. So I thought he actually broke 100. Oh, <laughs> 36? 36. 18 goals, 18 assists. I was in penalty minutes. In 474 career games. All right, so he played almost 500 games, and he scored 36 points. Correct. And that's your head of player safety. Are you fucking kidding me? That's That's absurd. I'm scrolling through my news feed and everything right now. I've been scrolling for like the last five minutes. I've seen like six, seven of my friends all comment on the same thing and like – what? How is this guy I still in the league? Um, that, this, that, another thing. I, I can go down on the list. It's everybody's calling for or Wilson's head on here. Well, like I've talked, I had my God, Doug. I had my random redneck friend from home text me last night with zero context. He just texted me. He was like, "Fuck Tom Wilson." <laughs> That's the best. And I was need. like. I was like, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, this is all I need. I'm like, this guy's a redneck. He knows nothing about the hockey. He only watches the Steelers. And he obviously saw the video on Twitter from me. I, I take it because I was like going off yesterday. I was like tweeting scripture. You mean like how you tweeted about Alshin Gossespit or having a meeting with the uh, player safety? Hey, all right, let's, let's just get into this right now. Shane Goss is going to get suspended like two or three games just so the player safety can be like, hey, look at me. I'm doing my job. Hey, I do care. Yeah, like, hey, I do care. Yeah. But where's the hearing for the ref who literally let that happen, didn't call it a five-minute major, whenever Mark Friedman landed right in front of his feet? I just don't understand. It's like a – they meant it was a trip, and they ended up calling Freeman in for a tripping call all like 30 seconds after that. I'm like, how? Dude, that was – listen, that whole thing was hilarious. I want I, – I need to know what Mark Friedman did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I I need to know. Like, oh, if you watched like that game last night. They were gunning for him last yeah. night. You could watch that game last night. You could tell they were just they, – they, that guy had a target on his back. I'm like, oh, my God. They, Whose wife did he sleep with? <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's the best one yet, Scotty. Who did he give the Eric Lindros treatment to? <laughs> well, he, he reminds was... me. Oh my gosh, it, it reminds me of like what the Penguins deal with with Sprong now, mm-hmm. yeah. where he just says random shit in the press, and they're just like, "Oh fuck you, buddy!" Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing with Friedman, like that I don't understand is he seems like he's a good guy. Like, I just don't understand it. It's just so random that, like, they just want to kill him. So. You know, like we talked about, too, I mentioned it before before the show, and the people on Twitter to literally, I, I don't know, have the balls to go out there and say that they, you should punish Sidney Crosby for anything. 
they need they need come after because there's nothing comparable to whatever to whatever City Crosby did for defending a teammate and just you know throwing him down to the ice when he was already put down on the ice by connecting and being held there. It's just yeah. it's just back and forth. It's not like one person just did it just did anything. It was Konechny had him first. He finally got out of the chokehold that Konechny had him in and just flopped back down the other way with, with Konechny. It's not the fact that Tom Will like Tom Wilson, where he comes out and just no reason beats a guy's head into the ice. I mean, what were you doing? Trying to crack the ice and put him down in the water underneath? Because there's no water underneath the ice. I hope you know that Tom Wilson. He might be too stupid to realize that, but you know. Um he's too busy. I look like like one of the guys from the Goon movie. He tried, yeah, to make, he, he, he tried to make Boots Nevis look like one of those cartoons where a duck tries to stick his head under the under the ice in the water. Just yeah. on it down. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. And go ahead, Doug. Go ahead, Scotty. Well, the fact that there are people that are actually just trying to, you know, make similar draw similarities and comparisons to the Tom Wilson incident with what Sid and Connecty did last night is just like I said earlier, it's laughable. <laughs> They're just grasping at straws at that point. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to find an excuse to keep Tom Wilson out of trouble. That's all they're doing. Yeah. I guarantee every single one of those people is in some relation or is indeed a Capitals fan. Yep. Because that's the only people that's the only people who want to defend that guy as a Caps fan. That and the it's old not guy. even that. Yeah. That and the old guy and the old guys, the old guard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're just they're just holding on to the old notion that hockey is like literally about killing somebody and not scoring goals. Right. Um you know, and the, like the big thing that like we need to talk about with Sid is we all know that anytime Sid does anything of that nature, it's because the league is not being properly policed enough Correct. for him to be safe. I mean, that's something that I was gonna say, that's hey. something that we've seen him do, you know, for years, ever since he came back from the uh, concussion, you know. Yeah. And we didn't even there. touch on that. Like how how is the league not getting this after they almost lost the career of one of, of arguably their most talented player ever. Yeah, I mean, we, we, due we, to a due to an illegal check to the head by a worthless third or fourth liner who ended up playing in fucking Yugoslavia by the time Sid got back from the concussion. Yeah, I mean, how many protocols? Like, you look at just another sport for one second, NFL. How, how many protocols they take against so many freaking rules that they have? In the NFL, NFL, so the players can't get hurt. I mean, the roughing the passer call right now, where they where, when they tackle and they can't come down on top of them, is the roughing the passer call. So how the fuck are you a defense a, def, a, def, a defenseman and you can't always rely on getting yourself off of him when you're on your way down? That's impossible sometimes the way you hit him. Like there's so many freaking yeah. rules in the NFL to protect the players that were revolving injury and concussion, and the NHL doesn't do jack shit. Yeah, that's how it is. How it is, Johnny? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, hey, you brought up how um how Sid it's ends up going out out and doing his own thing to protect himself and or stand up for a teammate. This, that, and another thing. Go back and look how many times that's happened, and then Mm -hmm. somebody else took over for for player safety. Mm -hmm. That is the it has happened three times. Since Sid came back from that concussion, Shanahan, um, who was the one before Peros? Wasn't wasn't Pronger in the interim role for a little bit? Pronger was the interim. Yeah, and that's and not a good move either. Out. No, 
No, but at least Pronger was a little bit smarter than and freaking Peros. Yeah, Pronger was a fighter yeah, too. Pronger though. at least looks intelligent. Yeah. Um, I hear Pronger anymore, and I just I just think that alumni game out in L.A. where he smashed Justin Bieber's face into the glass. Yeah, you know, but um, yeah, and like the big thing with Shanahan was he wasn't removed from the role. He uh, he took that president. <sighs> of hockey ops job with beliefs and now now look at him i mean he helped create one of the most skilled and talented offensive teams in the league right now you know but yeah i mean it's just the whole thing's crazy um i imagine we're gonna see change at some point over the summer because this isn't over you know He's still going to run around in the playoffs and do something ridiculous. It's just a matter of when, you know, and part of me hopes that they draw Boston in the first round for several reasons. And if Boston gets Washington, I expect to see a bunch of fines and suspensions in that series. Yeah, because Trent Frederick is Tom Wilson's kryptonite for some reason. Like Trent Frederick literally like you, you ever see like those cartoons like where it's like that weird, like, punk-ass little kid on the playground who just won't shut up. That's Trent Frederick. And for whatever reason, Tom Wilson can't handle that. So, yeah. All right, guys. Anything else? I think we've covered just about everything. Like, I, like we said earlier, well, can't wait to see what happens tonight between the Caps and Rangers. Hopefully, it's an entertaining game. Hopefully – uh, majority of players stay, stay safe. Obviously, we don't wish any any injury on anybody, but you know we're just throwing out hypothetical s- scenarios here because we've watched enough hockey in our lifetimes to know that stuff like yeah. that can happen. So yeah, it's I don't think there's going to be any injuries tonight, but you're going to see a lot of players getting ejected. I guarantee you, no. somebody's going to be dumb enough to go after Tom Wilson. Yeah, but, but hopefully um, they're smart. We've uh, we've covered enough. I've said enough curse words to, you know, basically cover my allowance for a year. <laughs> also, while while you're at it, if uh, if you didn't know, reverse retro jerseys are one hundred and sixty dollars this month at Penn's Gear with the player so, on the back. With the player on the back, I bought myself a, a nice new Brian Russ jersey. The other day, it just came in right before the show started. So, mine's on. Right go now. for it. It's a great deal. Go for it. So, I was going right, to wear pens today Thank too. Thank you so but, much. Um, and yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you uh, pulled out the Panarin one. I almost pulled out my uh, Mother Russia Artemi Panarin jersey, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> so. All right. But yeah, I think this was a good talk. So. TK, take it away. All right. Sounds good, guys. Well, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in before checking TV. And uh, hopefully things get better. We'll see. Watch the NHL and find out. See you next time, guys.